everybody, welcome to Rise the Victor. This is episode six, part two, the survival guide. This is Lindsay speaking first this time. Hi, Chris, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. We're here. <laughs> Probably mix it up a little bit. So, part two of survival guides. What are you going to share with us today? Well, it's a week on from the last one and... How's your week been, Chris? Um, it's been quite eventful, actually. Mm-hmm. We've been pretty busy um, doing lots of lots of different things. Certainly, uh, things are escalating as we speak. And uh, we talked about on the last episode about a, a thing called havening and self-havening. Self-havening is a technique where you apply touch to yourself on your arms, palms and face, which is allows you to change your emotional state uh, very quickly within a matter of minutes. Why is it the arms, palms and face? Well, actually, you can apply touch in different parts of the body, but research with Dr. Ron Rudin was uh, involved in creating a havening. They were measuring, I believe they were measuring the innate ability of a mother to comfort a child, comfort a baby. And how is it that you, you know, if you have children, how is it that when they're upset, they'll come and run to mummy or daddy, and then you'll comfort them, you'll stroke them, you'll cuddle them, you'll hug them, and then they start to feel safe. And, um, you know, evening techniques, which Dr. Ron Rudin created, was based on, I don't think it was his own study, it was someone else's study, but he was in the process of what he was doing, he was looking at how our brains encode trauma and looking at a better way of being able to make changes. So we have a traditional pharmaceutical route of using medication um, to make changes and the pharmaceutical industry is doing very well, thank you very much, with all their antidepressants and all their drugs. Um, but this is using the electrical system of our body to, to create a brain frequency change in our brain to change our body and brain chemistry. Because didn't he, wasn't he looking in sort of researching the tapping side of things, TFT? Yeah, he was introduced to tapping by Paul McKenna. And then from that, he got interested in what was going on. Dr. Ron Reed is a general practitioner pharmacologist in, in, and an intern in, in New York. And um, he was really interested in, in the TFT, Fort Phil Therapy. And then from that, he started to looking into what was going on with it. And then looked at further study and as to how things So it's almost could like this is the new kid on the block. You know, TFT's been around for a long, long time and this is sort of the next level on, isn't it, I guess? Yeah, but at the same time, it's that um, Ron Rudin didn't actually release it for 10 years because he was <laughs> afraid of his peers really sort of dishing him because it's something so deceptively simple. Yeah. And something which we do actually and you certainly when you understand it, you observe people doing it to their to their loved ones, to their children. And uh, but a distinct aspect which Ron really sort of um Ron Rudin um established is by by being able to apply touch to the skin in different parts of the body, the face being the most powerful then the arms and the palms, we're able to change the chemical structure of memories which are hold a tra- traumatising moment in your life. So when we have a traumatising experience, it's encoded differently in the brain. It's encoded in the amygdala, to the surface of the amygdala. Um, so we're back to the amygdala again. 
so much is this about the amygdala. And effectively, what we're able to do is change how a memory is encoded so we detach the emotional, physical response associated to that event or that situation. And I've used Havening since 2013, 2012, I think. 2012. And the world's first training of it was 2013. Treated thousands of people with it. But one of the amazing aspects with Havening is that you can apply Havening to yourself because it's a natural process we would do when we comfort someone. And that's not necessarily just to say it's only for anybody who's got a trauma or going, it's self-havening. It's fantastic in terms of it just puts you in a calmer, more relaxed, safer place in your head. It can calm you down. It can, if you're somebody getting ready for exams, puts you in a nice, calm place. Anxiety or panic attack, doing some self-havening, totally downgrades all that fear, all that anxiety. Absolutely. And it's something that, it's not a lot to remember what you have to do. No. You know, no. being able to just, it's a stroking movement across your arms or your palms or across the cheeks on your face in a particular way. And just give it a go now. Just just put your hands across your shoulders, down to your elbows, stroking them. If you're safe to do so. Yeah, assuming you're not driving a vehicle, although not many of us will be driving right now. But it's so comforting. It just makes you feel safe. And what's, what's actually happening in the brain is that we stimulate receptors under the skin, which creates electrical signals into our brain, and that changes our brain frequency. And you're basically an electrochemical cell. And what that means is by changing the input frequency, you change your brain and body chemistry. So when we create these slow waveform delta waves, what we're doing is we're making the body, uh, stimulating the body to create serotonin, oxytocin, GABA and calcineurin. Now serotonin is essential neurotransmitter needed in your brain to function properly. And the vast majority of antidepressant uh, drugs, SSRIs, are basically to stimulate the creation of more serotonin uh, for your brain to function properly. Now with using Havening, you're able to change your levels of serotonin and oxytocin in minutes without the need of uh, medication. Now, if you're in a heightened state of, uh, of alertness or anxiety or fear, you'll have a heightened levels of cortisol and adrenaline, and depending on how much adrenaline you have in your body, will create the physical sensations, racing heart, tight to chest, jelly legs, depersonalizing, whatever level there may be. But effectively, by using this, we're able to de- desensitize the responses. If you think about two sides of a scale, it's like a kitchen scales. So on one side, you have high levels of cortisol and adrenaline in a heightened state. And then the lower side, uh, you have serotonin oxytocin. So as you apply touch to yourself, you effectively, that scale tips the other way and your cortisol and adrenaline levels go down and your serotonin oxytocin levels go up. So effectively, your amygdala can be like charged and firing off a whole range of signals for defensive response. And then as you apply touch, that the amygdala is basically shuts down. So you're going effectively, there, there, you're safe, you're okay. So by stroking your arm or your face or your cheek or your forehead, you're stimulating those electrical signals into your brain, creating delta waves, which is flooding your body, and creating serotonin and oxytocin and we also release 
Gabber and Kausner. It's Kausner which is able to change the structure of memories which are triggering or have an encoding of a past learnt experience. But your amygdala is effectively a pattern matching engine and looking for similarities of your environment to that of things you've learned of the past. This is what we said on the previous episode, episode <laughs> is about loading the data bank of information where we, if we withdraw from social media, looking at, uh, you know, looking at correct sources of news around the virus information, you know, the, the coronavirus, so that you have less information for your brain to cross-examine to whatever perceived threat or danger is. Now, now the problem is with the amygdala is it doesn't know the difference between whether you're remembering something in the past, experiencing something real-time now, or catastrophizing a future event. Now, depression is something about the f- something which happened to you of the past. Anxiety is the fear of the future based on something of the past. Okay, so ultimately, where we're at now is we have the big unknown. We have a big unknown of what's going on with the development of this pandemic, and we can be inadvertently creating disaster scenarios in our mind based on false evidence which has been presented to us by fake news, false information. And then, as a consequence, we can experience the physical, emotional responses of anxiety. As we are in isolation, we're going to go through a whole range of emotions. So we're going to have, you know, we're, we're, what are we into now? Well, Second we've officially week? done one week of lockdown, I think, haven't we? Yeah. This is, we've done... Yes, we're now in our second week. In our second week. So the first week was adjustment, children coming off school um, and now self-homeschooling. So there's more of an escalation of pressure because you're getting into a new routine, but there's more stress. Now, what what you, uh, what people are doing, looking to cope with the stress by different means. And that's your different coping mechanisms which you have. So coping mechanisms, you know, at this point can be increased consumption of alcohol comfort eating you can maybe finding yourself more on edge more irritable maybe going through emotions of anger and boredom and feeling trapped and there's a whole right of process which we're going to be going through over the coming weeks so we our emotions are going to be tested in many different ways so self-havening it gives you the ability to maintain control and keep your um, your responses to, to be in your control rather than your amygdala hijacking your thoughts. Yeah, it's about more making yourself more balanced isn't yeah. it? And, and more able to get through each day. And, you know, we've been working at how we can help because there are so many different aspects of this situation because there are obviously people who are in the front line in providing help and medical help uh, and or nurses and, and doctors but even, you know, just the people who are subjected in the supermarkets, the delivery people, they are at the front line, they're being exposed to this. And then we have people who have impacted by the loss of someone or someone who's ill or fearing being ill. And then we have all the financial, then we have the, we have so many different areas of stress which can come to us. But what self-having allows us to do is desensitise any of those emotions, regardless of of the circumstances of what your stress is coming from. So when, if I'm working with a client one-to-one, 
then you know I'm looking at where's your stress from from work life from home life from relationships from family from siblings from whatever aspects there's multiple stresses on us and we're able to collapse those very quickly using this technique now of course it's not going to be the same as having a, a treatment of healing from a, a certified practitioner but what it does allow you to do you know, the self-healing is just to keep yourself ground and have more control yeah i mean what what you do in a clinic one-to-one is very very different to just applying yeah. self-hating touch at home just by yourself yeah putting yourself in a good place but effectively the process can be mastered really quickly and on the website which is in the show notes chris meaden online there's a free self-hating course uh, that you can register to and that gives you more information about self-hating and i will be dropping some videos in there but we are doing separately to that a whole program for all these different elements because when we come out of this come out the other side there's going to be a lot of issues in many different areas Mm -hmm. and it's about being able to collapse those very quickly so you know self-hating something you can apply on a daily basis in the morning set yourself up for the day if you need to any point during the day and also in the evening and you're changing your body chemistry brain chemistry and your brain chemistry naturally and creating a more calm relaxed state so that your amygdala isn't hijacking your thoughts with emotion or with with fear because you know we're going to get news about people uh, about uh, different things and it's about you being able to have something which is quite frankly pretty straightforward you just need to understand the principles and those principles are explained in, on, on the yeah, free, so, free so course. Just head over and, and have a look. Give it a go and have a go at doing it yourself and, and notice the difference it makes to you. And the more you do it, the better you'll be feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I think that's... Um, any last thoughts? Yeah, are we going to do a part three? I think we've easily got <laughs> There's so much to talk three. about in, in terms of, you know... <laughs> what's going on so i think let's let's do a part three next week but do um also drop us an email if there's anything you want us to discuss anything any questions please please do get in touch drop us an email i'd love to hear from you and email addresses you don't remember these no i don't (laughs) (laughs) Uh, podcast at chrismeaden.com that's the one um and that'll be in the show notes as well along with the link to the um, chris meaden online That's my instruction to write up the show notes. (laughs) I know my place. (laughs) So, uh, okay, so until next time. On that note, stay well, everybody. Stay 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 indoors. Stay indoors. Look after one another. Lots of love to you all. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye.